Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Positive Palette. My name is Jess, and I am so grateful that you're here today. Today, the day that I'm recording is right after Thanksgiving, and otherwise known as Black Friday, the day where people finish up their dinners, they clean up, or they don't, and they head out and stand in long lines which if you're in Wisconsin, those are long freezing lines in order to rush inside their store of choice and pick up the latest deals. Now, I used to do this all the time when I was a kid. It was a family tradition. We would get really excited and look at the ads when they started coming in for the week, just mounds and mounds of paper filled with marketing. And they always had a ton of deals on toys and like movies and clothes and bigger ticket items like electronics, huge TVs. And you can get these things for like 40, 50, 60, even like 70% off. So I understand where the appeal comes from. And I remember being a little kid and back then the Black Friday deals had a certain starting time. So it'd be the next morning. Whereas now a lot of stores kind of begin right around dinner time on Thanksgiving Day. So we don't really have a separate day for Black Friday anymore. It's kind of all become one Thanksgiving holiday. And now I'm 30 and I haven't participated in Black Friday for many years. Um, I don't even look at the ads because I know that it's tempting My inbox is flooded with sales and promotional emails. We get stacks of ads in the mail. And I know that if I start digging through them, you're going to find things that you think is a great deal. It's a great buy. We should really go and get that, especially with Christmas coming. However, one thing I would want to say, which I learned, and I can say that it is so true, is that while you might save 50% on a certain sale, you will save 100% if you don't buy it at all. And I know that sounds kind of crazy because you're like, well, of course, like I need this. This is what I was going to buy. I might as well get it when it's on sale. But just really think about it. Every time you make a purchase, if you choose to not buy that thing to save your money instead, you are saving 100%. And then if you think ahead, If you buy that today, if you buy those new pair of shoes, or if you get a movie or something next week, how much value will you be getting out of that? Next month, how much value will you be getting? Next year, or even 10 years from now? And there's very few things that you can purchase that will be giving you solid value for years to come. So I just think if we're more cautious with our purchases, and we really only not only buy the things that bring us joy, but keep the things. Thanks to Marie Kondo, we have the spark joy philosophy. But if we only allow those things in our life, then we'll be surrounded by things that we love and use and cherish and need. And it's wonderful. But in America, we are a wealthy country and we're materialistic and we have so many things. In the average household, we have tens of thousands of items. Tens of thousands of items, of things, of shoes, clothes, knickknacks, blankets, pillows, toys, books, and a lot of this goes unused, just like a lot of the rooms in your house aren't used. But we keep them for various reasons. 
Um, I know growing up that my grandparents put a lot of value, emotional attachment on objects. And so I was taught that we need to save these things because it's important. And you're going to want to see it when you're older. And it's sad to get rid of these things. It reminds us of somebody. And while I understand the sentiment, the fact is, is that you can keep those memories and have those feelings and emotions without having clutter in your home. We have photos. You can journal. You can talk to loved ones about old stories. You can scrapbook. You can even just take photos on your phone and save that. And it's digital, so it's not going to take up any space, but you'll always have that as a reference point. And I think separating the idea of a memory and an object is really important. There might be things that you want to save, like your grandmother's special china, just because it's special to you and you cherish it. And that's totally okay. But once we start cluttering our homes and our minds with things that we need to store and move and dust and repair, and it doesn't really bring us value, is that a burden more than it is something to be celebrated? And I would say that this Christmas is going to be the first year that we are going gift-free as a family. We have decided that our daughter is receiving gifts from Santa alone, but within our family and within extended families of ours, we're not giving or receiving gifts. And I'm not sure if this is going to be a one-year practice or if this will be how we move forward in the holiday season, but I will say I feel a huge sense of relief. Typically around this time, I start getting nervous about, do we save enough money? We have all these expenses coming up. My daughter's birthday is in January. To top it all off, we have a party. And you want to buy the people in your life nice things. And you also want to reciprocate what they give you. So if someone tends to buy you more expensive gifts, you want to make sure that you do the same for them in return. It just feels nice. (laughs) No one likes to go to a party and be gifted something and you have nothing in return. It just, it feels kind of icky. And even if they say it's okay, you know that deep down you really wish you would have gotten them something. But I will say with gifts, if you can think back to all the gifts that you've ever received, especially the ones that you didn't specifically ask for, how many of those were things that you actually needed or that you had been thinking about that you really wanted, that you know would bring you great value and joy, and you've just been waiting to get it, it's not quite often. I mean, the people who are closest to us might have a better idea of something that you've had your eye on, but your aunt probably doesn't really know what to get you. She might get you slippers or a nice scarf or candles or a new dish set just random things. And those might be beautiful and you might love them and you love the thought. But in reality, you didn't really need to receive that gift from her to know that she loves you. And this season, I'm not just taking away gifts from the holiday. I'm not the Grinch, but I am replacing that with presents. (laughs) I just realized that it sounds like presents. I mean, Presence as in I'm gifting my time and being present when I'm with you. 
presence is the real present. There you go. I like that. I totally planned that. But time is the only gift that we can't buy for someone. And if you think ahead to the point where your loved ones end up leaving you, because we all pass at one point, are you really going to wish that you had gotten or received more gifts, more things? Are you going to wish that you spent more genuine time with that person? Are you going to wish that instead of spending hours upon hours scouring ads, waiting in line in the freezing cold, and going to malls frantic before Christmas, are you, are you going to be happy that you spent all that time buying things, wrapping things, gifting things, cleaning up after them, finding places to put the new things that you own? Are you going to wish that you spent all that time doing things together with your friends or with your family? And I really think the answer is that we're going to wish we spent more quality time with the people that we love. That's what really matters. And this season, what we're going to do instead is just make a conscious effort to spend more time with the people that we love, with the people that we rarely get to see, to plan more activities, more outings, anything, dinners, just to do more with the people around us to say that we, we see you, we love you, and we appreciate you. And that's my gift to everyone I love this season. <sighs> Sorry, that was kind of heavy. But I understand the holiday season and the excitement of gifts. I totally get it. As a child, I fucking loved getting gifts. I loved toys. I couldn't wait to see what Santa brought me. I loved it. I love seeing the look in my child's eyes when she gets something that she was so excited for. However, I also know what happens a week from now, a week after she opens that Shopkins gift that she just had to have, or a week after she got a new new little stuffed animal or a, a crafting set or something, something that she got so excited about and pumped about when she saw it, and a week later, I can't even get her to go pick it out and play with it on her own. Almost every single toy that my daughter has gotten as a gift basically goes unused. Unless I make a conscious effort to say, hey, why don't you get that out and go play with it? And even then, she would just rather hang out with me or the dogs or go play outside. Or she'd rather go for a hike or go go get coffee and... Well, she doesn't drink coffee. She drinks steamers, not chocolate. But we'll go to a coffee shop and play a game or snuggle and watch a movie or bake together. There's so many things that we do on a daily basis where I am making memories with my daughter and we're sharing joy and love and we're having fun. And none of that has to do with what she got for Christmas. And I just have tried. I've tried really hard to instill good values in her and it's okay to appreciate and love items. It's completely okay. I love getting new things. I just got a new outdoor vest and I wear it every single day and I love it. I got a new hat. I love it. Use it all the time. Also, I know my own tastes and preferences. I know the things that I need and want. I know what I have too much of. And there isn't really anyone else that could purchase things for me better than I could for myself. And the same goes for anyone else. Unless they're directly telling you, 
I've had my eye on this. This is what I want. A lot of the times we end up getting things that go unused and we appreciate them and we don't want to throw them out because you don't want to offend anybody. But if we can just, if we can just try to be more present with one another this season, just see how it goes. That's, that's my plan this year is I'm not saying there's a hard stop on gifts. We're never going to do this. We're not judging anyone else that does. I'm just saying we've been wanting to do this for a while. We've been simplifying our lives. There's nothing that we need, nothing that we really want. And I just want to focus on spending quality time with the people that I love. And I want to see how that goes this year. My daughter is on board, which I am so proud of. She is completely on board with it. She's okay with it. And I think what we're going to do instead of going on our usual shopping spree for Alana is we're going to pick out some toys and some gifts for kids in need. And I remember that was a part of my childhood of picking the angel off the tree and looking at the gifts that a child in need was asking for and then fulfilling that anonymously. And the joy and the pride that I felt from that as a little kid still brings tears to my eyes. It was powerful. It's so powerful. And I want to do that this year. I want to give the same gift to my child because there is no greater gift in the world than the act of giving. None. The way that you feel when you are selfless and you give from your heart, and especially if you give something to someone in need who had no other means of receiving For parents who can't give things to their children at the holiday season, who don't have the choice of trying to be minimalist and simplify their lives, who just simply cannot do it, who can't even buy their children socks or proper clothes or outerwear, to be able to give to someone in their time of need is, it's, it's so magical. And that's the magic I want at Christmas time this year. I had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Today, Black Friday, like every year, my tradition instead of shopping is deleting all promotional emails in my inbox, completely ignoring them, resting for most of the day, eating leftovers, lighting candles, wearing comfy clothes, and hanging out at home. And I am so pleased with that. I'm not dealing with any traffic. I'm not dealing with crowds. I'm saving money, and I'm perfectly satisfied. Because the thing with marketing and selling things to people is you can't sell something to someone who's already satisfied, who's happy with who they are, who's happy with their life, who's satisfied and fulfilled. How do you sell to someone like that? What marketers do is they put it in your mind that there's something within you or about your life that isn't good enough. And they attack your self-worth in subtle ways for sure. But when you see pictures of models who are photoshopped, (laughs) everyone's photoshopped, let's just be real about that, and you see them with this new lipstick, and you're comparing yourself to someone who is not only genetically gifted and completely an outlier in terms of society, but they are photoshopped, they have hair and makeup people, people are going over it, airbrushing everything and making them look perfect, And then they're telling you subconsciously, if you buy this lipstick, you will be one step closer to her. And who the hell is she? Is she happy? 
I don't fucking know that. I don't know if she's happy. I don't know what's going on in her actual life. Am I supposed to believe that because she is deemed beautiful by the marketing world, that that should be something to attain? No, absolutely not. But once you start being more conscious, a more conscious shopper, and just more conscious in your everyday life, you can see through those things. And you can see that that lipstick has nothing to do with self-worth. If you like it and it makes you feel good, that's wonderful. But they're promoting that ideal image to make you feel like something is lacking within yourself. And there isn't. There's nothing lacking within you. We are all worthy. We are all born worthy. You're perfect the way that you are. And don't allow businesses that are trying to sell you things to make you think otherwise. It's a problem, especially for women, but also for men. And it's everywhere. Keeping up with the Joneses, looking a certain way, having a certain house, going on the right vacations, all those things. And you know what? If you talk to a lot of people who have fame and money, a lot of them aren't happy. A lot of them are freaking miserable and they are depressed. And that doesn't mean that money means you're depressed. Not at all. I want to be rich as hell. And I will be very happy once I get there. But I'm just saying that's not the answer. There's internal work that needs to happen. You need to find purpose and drive. You need to focus on things that make you happy. You have to give to other people. You have to provide value to other people. And it's not just going to be a lipstick (laughs) or a watch or a fancy car. Because those things are shallow. And once you receive them you're going to feel empty. It might be exciting for a while, depending on the gift or depending on the purchase. It could be pretty exciting for a week or a month. But eventually, that sports car, it's amazing. Trust me, it's amazing. But eventually, how much joy is it going to give you every day? Was it worth going into debt and stretching yourself so thin you can barely make your bills? Was it worth being a slave to your company? Because now you have to keep up with these car payments and this maintenance and everything else that goes into it. Is it worth it? Or can we try to simplify? Can we try to focus on what really adds value to our life, which is time and giving and spreading love? And then consciously make those purchases as we go. Bring in the things that truly add value and let go of anything else that doesn't. So this Black Friday, my wish for all of you is that you stop buying into the hype, (laughs) that we really look at what gift giving means and what the most precious gift of all could be, which is our time and presence, giving our time to our children and playing with them and looking them in the eye and listening to their stories and making them feel seen and heard is a gift you you couldn't buy. Children value that so highly. They just want their parents to be with them and to see them and to listen to them and show them that they care. And buying them a remote control car is no replacement for that. So I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope going into the holiday season, you feel a little more inspired to make plans with friends and family that you may not have seen for a while, to maybe get together over some dinners 
or go ice skating or go meet up at a coffee shop and play a game. But whatever you do, I hope it brings you joy. And I hope you go out into the world and give. Thank you so much. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Bye.